Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. In 2007, Karina Wenninger joined FC Bayern München and stayed for a long, long time. At her own request, she was loaned out to AS Roma, which was announced in June 2022. After belonging to Bayern for 15 years, Wenninger felt ready for a new challenge, a different culture in another country and club. Karina Wenninger is this week's guest on the podcast, and in this episode she speaks about her years in Munich, why she felt that Roma was the place to be, What's it like to have been a part of the Italian club's first qualification journey into the Champions League and about getting asked to wear the captain's armband for Austria? We also talked about the differences between German football and the Italian style of play and tactics and how she ended up as a centre-back. You are listening to Their Pitch and this is the Karina Wenninger episode. We're back with a brand new episode today. We're here with uh, Karina Wenninger. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, I'm uh, happy to be here. And yeah, I'm really um, looking forward to have a chat with you. Yeah, we're, we're very happy to have you here as well. And I feel like I completely murdered your name. So you're going to have to tell me how to pronounce it because I feel like I, yeah, I was not doing it correctly. Um, I think it was like almost okay. Karina uh, Wenninger. Karina Wenninger? I like uh, a bit of like an, an Austrian accent you could add, but then, then it's perfect. All right. I will keep that. That's what that was that's what we try to aim with that. Like we want people to know like how you pronounce it in, in your language. And that's what's exciting. Um we, we have a we have a quote from somebody who knows you. Um and you're gonna have to guess who it is. Okay. Uh I think I think you might be able to get it, but um I'll start reading it and then you can you can guess. I really like Karina's way of working and how she communicates with everyone. More in general, I really like her effort in everything she does. She has a charismatic personality and always delivers confidence to the team when she's on the pitch. We have talked about the difference between Italian and German football and between Roma's and Bayern's style of play too. It's always super interesting to talk to her. Uh, she's a captain too. She knows how to push the team. So I love to talk to her about being a better captain and dealing with issues that can happen during a season. I know I can be a better player with her as my teammate. I'm happy to have her here in Roma. Who do you think that is? Oh, um, I would guess um, Elisa Patoli. And really cute. Yeah, like I enjoy playing next to her. So um, this is amazing to hear, to be honest. Yeah, that's um it's correct. It's the right person. <laughs> um yeah, so how how do you find that bond between you two on the pitch? I mean, uh actually um <laughs> there's happening a lot at the moment. I think it was um hard to to understand uh, something Italian in the beginning for me and um Elisa was not speaking so much so much English. So um I think it was just a feeling and the connection of um 
how we two are as a players. Um, like we have, we share the same mentality, I would say. Um, the, yeah, the, the same leadership, I hope. Um, I think we, we are both, uh, the same age and, um, we, we try to, um, keep going and, um, push the team. And I think I can learn a lot from her. Um, it's interesting to, um, see, um, how she's doing things and also her experience. Um, I admire that. And in a lot of ways, um, the Italian way is, is just different than, than my Austrian, almost German mentality. So, um, yeah, I, I love having, having her next to me on the soccer field, but also outside. So we're going to talk about. I figured we move on to to the national team, especially um, the Euros this uh, this this summer. How, I mean, you've you've been on the national team for a long time. You deb- debuted in two thousand and seven, if I'm not mistaken. So it's it's been quite a while. How 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 is how is it to go into to a tournament with with Austria? Amazing. Um, I mean, it has been the, the second time for us. Um, so for us, it's, it's almost, um, uh, not almost, it's always something special. Um, I think that's, uh, that's different than the other big teams. Um, for them, it's, it's a must, uh, to go to a big tournament. For us, it's like, um, yeah, really beautiful. And, um, yeah, we were really, really proud to, to be in England and, um, also to, have a, a great performance there. How was it? I mean, because there was there were clips that went viral of you guys during 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 the Euros of you know the celebration. Is that just something that comes naturally for you guys that you love to celebrate hard, or is that you know was it just like a spare of the moment thing? No, we love to celebrate. Um, I think we had a, a team meeting um, before the Euros. And yeah, we were just talking about goals, um, about how we, we want to be as a team, about what we want to give, uh, to the people out there. And, um, our thing was, yeah, we just want to stay true to ourselves and, um, be the way we are and yeah, also celebrate and maybe, maybe sometimes celebrate it a bit too much. I think if you, if you're not winning a game or, um, if it's not, um, going well, then, then everyone is, is probably thinking, Oof, how can, can the Austrians be like that? But, um, we said we, we wanted to be like that in our small, um, circle and in, in really shitty times of, corona of war of everything um yeah share beautiful emotions and also um spread some positivity i think i think it was refreshing i think we need more of that in the game so i i liked it i I thought it was i thought it was great to see you know the the type of um i mean to show those emotions obviously you you also want to see when people are happy you don't know only want to see when when they're sad or when they're you know not making it through um, so for me, that was very refreshing. But after the Euros um, in August, right, you got the you got the captain's mm-hmm. the captain role. How, how is that for you? You know, after so many years to to take on that role. Um, oh, I have been asked that question quite a lot of times. Um, I don't know, not not so different. Um, one of my best friends, uh, Vicky, she was the the captain for Austria for so many years, and. Um, uh, unluckily she was injured a lot. So I had to be in that role or step in that role quite often. Um, so for me, um, 
yeah, I was, I was, um, happy to, to be in that position now. Um, just because I, I love the team, like the Austrian national team, um, all the people included, um, I'm working with, they're amazing. So, um, when our coach was asking me, I, I said, of course, um, I, I love to have the responsibility and, um, yeah, also to, to be the captain of that team. Um, uh, it's great humans I'm working together with. How would you describe yourself as, uh, I mean, like a captain or a leader or? Um, yeah, I would, I would say I communicate a lot. Um, I, I try to look around to, um, yeah, get a feeling how people around me are, um, feeling and how they are and, um, um, try to, to include everyone. I think that was, um, what I did at Bayern already and also in the national team. Um, but it's just, uh, I think a, a normal way for me because I, um, I'm interested in, in the person behind the player. So that was not something, um, I was changing, but I think that is something that helps me, um, being a captain. And, um, yeah, I think on the field, I'm, I'm always, uh, someone that is like striving for more, like, um, trying to push the teammates, um, trying to push myself. Um, I think I'm someone who's always hungry, like never stopping. And, um, I probably never have been the most talented player. So I was, um, yeah, always, um, there to, to work harder and work more than the others. And I try to express that on the field to, um, go in front and, um, and keep everyone pushing. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If we leave the national team and we go to, to your club career, uh, we start off with, with Bayern Munich. You came there um, 2007, if I'm not mistaken, either. How has those years been for you with with the with Bayern Munich? Ooh, um, it, they went by fast. Like sometimes I, I I have to stop and think, wow, it has been 15 years, um, really, really long time. Uh, yeah, different roles. I mean, I I came there um, as a as a teenager. I. Um, I was never really shy, but of course, um, more ca calm and, um, yeah, um, not so extrovert than I am now. And, um, I came there, um, looking up to so many players. And then, uh, yeah, in the end, I, I figured out that I became the person being there so many years and, um, I'm trying to help the other person move to Munich. Um, and yeah, uh, find their place in Munich. So uh, there was a lot happening in the years and, um, I was lucky to always, um, have, have a great team and, um, always have that feeling that I could, um, improve myself there. And, um, I think that was also the reason why in a really fast soccer world, um, uh, yeah, I was staying 15 years. Uh, so how would you describe, you know, those, those years in, in, in Bayern, you know, with, um, with the football, how would you say the German football developed during your time there? I think the, the German football, 
always had a really high level. Like that was also the reason why um, I decided uh, really early um, with 16 to move to Munich because I think it was the only possibility to um, play professional. Like that was not possible in Austria. And so I think the level always has been really high and always has been really athletic um, comparing to other countries. I would say that was like the typical German thing. Um, and I also think that, um, over the years it got like more and more tactical. Like, um, I think that is also a German thing. If I compare it to the Italian league now, it's really tactical. It's, um, um, young coaches also now with Bayern and a Norwegian coach coming to the league. Like, um, uh, if it's like with three people defending with four, with a five pack, whatever it was, um, there were some, yeah, like big changes in, in tactics, I would say over the years. Um, yeah, but, um, I still would say, um, Germany hasn't changed that much, um, in an athletic point. Like it is still a league, um, that is really athletic. Maybe only the, the, the English league and the, the Swedish league is, um, com compared with the German league in an, from an athletic point. That is my opinion. When you look at Bayern's way up, you know, Bayern Munich, obviously a very, you know, stable team and out in Europe, they, they play Champions League every year, I would say. Um, they're always on, on the top in, in the German league. How is it to, to come from a team that's, you know, so developed to come to a team like, like Roma, who's now, you know, they're, they're reaching new goals every, every, like all the time. Currently, you know, their first Champions League group stage. Um, and you know, they're taking these steps to become a top team out in Europe. How, how is that difference for you? Um, for me, it's beautiful. Um, actually, um, I, I arrived here and, um, especially in Champions League, um, I was looking in the faces of the, of the people, um, who are involved here in, in Roma, in the Roma squad, but also in the staff. And you could see that they were like so happy and so proud what they were achieving in a really short time in five years in women's soccer in Rome. I think that is really impressive. And that what was, is something, um, what I really like. Um, I think in Bayern, uh, Munich, it was just like, sounds bad but like a normal thing that you um you need to uh, reach the group stage you probably need to um reach the quarterfinals and um making that that step back um made me see like really really um beautiful um things and beautiful emotions and for me um it's so interesting because i think i can develop here so much as a person and as a player because it's completely different from what i experienced so many years do you think you know the fact that being on a journey of development is going to help you grow as a player or is it more so like the style of the Italian play? I think um, I develop as a, as a person from a um, cultural point of view in some things, um, but also from a soccer point of view. Um, as I said before, I think I was really into um, uh, tactical um things um really into yeah okay you play this ball there and this ball there and there has a player to stand and um like like a lot followed by a plan and um i think it's here really good for me to um find that creativity can i say it like that no yeah maybe and um also to 
Yeah, um, be more open in your own decision making. I think that is something um, that I really like and um, that also helps me um, develop in and um, also to get out of my comfort zone and learn a, another language because I mean, in, in Germany, it was going on the soccer field and you were just knowing what exercise was coming, understanding everything really easy. Um, yeah, now I sometimes I'm like, oh, practice is finished or, oh, I did not get that we are like, um, changing the field or whatever it is. You're like, yeah, you're, you're sometimes a bit, um, lost or stuck, but then. Um, yeah, everyone else is um, helping you out. Um, before before we move on to the football analysis, I must ask because usually, you know, I think all the players that we've had on this podcast, no one has been on on loan. Everyone's, you know, they, they've been, you know, they're either like switched during the summer or how is it for you as a player to know that when when you when you get to hear that you're going on loan or were you in that discussion at all with Bayern Munich that you wanted something new or how is that for you? Um, yeah, I, I already, I told Bayern Munich in winter that, um, it would be my wish to see something else and that maybe alone, um, would be perfect. And, um, as you said, that there haven't been, been uh, loans in women's soccer, but I think it's, um, it's the next big uh, step that you, um, that you, that people are going on loan, that you have, um, high fees, um, for players that, um, I think that is going in a, in a really good direction because, um, now you have it like that, that you're signing, um, long-term contracts and that, um, clubs are really, um, able to buy you out of your contract. I mean, if I look at Kira Walsh, for example, at the moment, um, there's like happening a lot and this is really nice to see. Um, so on the one hand, you have the, the possibility for clubs to keep players long and to sign them long, but also there's, um, lots of chances if something is not um, running that well for both sides, um, to, to give the player opinion, uh, to give the player, a, um, a possibility to go on loan or maybe also to go on loan if everything was fine in a club as it was in my situation. Can I ask you a question here? So, uh, why, why Italy and why Roma? Um, it was a lot of things coming together. Um, first, um, I'm an Italian fan in general, um, like for life. Um, uh, I always used to go on holiday, um, to Italy. Like, I think that's an Austrian thing when you live quite close to the sea. And I, I always liked that, um, positivity of Italy, the, the people in Italy. And, um, then I thought for myself, okay, um, I'm not so young anymore and I, um, I really want to see something uh, different. And that also meant a completely different culture and a completely different language. Um, cause I, I wanted, uh, something where I had to, yeah, like leave my comfort zone in every way. Um, yeah. And then, then I think, um, I got in touch with Roma and my, my first impression was just, um, Really, really good. Uh, it was not, uh, to be honest, not the only club, um, uh, my agent, me, we have been talking to, but I got a really good feeling. And, um, I think it was the, the whole thing. Um, the people that are working here, really, really nice. Um, and also the feeling of the city. Um, I think when you've ever been to Rome, it's impressive for me. It's impressive and, um, it's something really different. So, um, that was the package where I said, um, Yes, that's, that's really, really, uh, perfect for me. And, um, I think I was also not, um, 
not uh, in that moment to say I really, really stepped back from soccer. I wanted a good team and um, Roma um, included everything, like second in the league, playing Champions League. Yeah. How is it? Because you speak so highly of, of the city and the team and everything. How is it going to be to play Champions League for the first time with this team that you speak so highly of in the group stage? Ah, amazing. Amazing. Um, I mean, that is so nice. You have nothing to lose. Like uh, now you're in a situation that is, uh, I mean, perfect for, for everyone who's doing sports. I, I think we're there now where we want it to be. And it's um, something you have to enjoy. That's how I see it. But um, then I also saw the, the groups. And I mean, I, I would lie I would say that it's not possible. Like it is so possible to to also um, reach the quarterfinals, and that is, of course, what we what we are going um, to try to do um, to go there. And uh, yeah, so I want to enjoy um, every uh, Champions League game with Roma here. What's what's so special about this team? Would you say? I think Roman um, people in general and um, also uh, Italian people are really passionate about soccer and you can feel it everywhere. Like, um, I don't know if you, um, if you have been in a German soccer stadium and right after in an Italian one, I think um, it's, it's the love for, for um, soccer and the passion and you can really, really feel the emotions. That's, um, a really nice thing. And, um, I think that's what you feel everywhere here. Um, all the, the people included, um, they give their heart to work for that team. And that was something, um, I was really impressed. Um, also that in a short amount of, amount of time, um, the stuff is, um, is really, uh, big and really, um, uh, really good for, um, five years, um, in, in the, in the Roma team. With that being said, we're going to move on to tactical analysis. Uh, no, no, we're not because I want, I, I still want to, to stick with the Champions League thing now because you said something, uh, about the fact that you're not feeling any pressure, but you know, the draw. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is in favor, uh, for Roma, like being in group B, uh, playing with, um, I'm, you're going to go up against uh, a team you know very well, though, Wolfsburg. But the other two teams feels like Roma should win. So how much do you, with your experience, how much do you think that, you know, the fact is also about experience is that you have to be used to be in a certain situation like... So the Roma players obviously haven't been in, in this situation before. But do you think, don't you think looking at this group that, that Roma should be able to, to reach a quarterfinal? I think it's hard to say, um, should be able because, um, you were saying uh, one important point. Um, I think the quality in the team is there for sure. Um, but I think there's not that many players, um, that, um, played in Champions League on that level and, um, bring that experience. So I also hope that I can help with that. Cause what I, um, experienced in Champions League is, um, that not always the, the better team or the better playing team was going to the next round. I think it's also a lot about, um, cleverness, about, um, 
having played those mat matches over and over again. And, um, I think for, for that point, um, St. Pölten and also, um, Slavia Prague have, um, more experience. So, um, I think everything is possible. As you said, um, I mean, we need to be honest. Wolfsburg, um, will be first in the group. Um, I, I think that and, um, Mm, that is totally fine. But I think when you saw the draw, um, I was actually, um, happy to, to be in that group because I think it makes, um, or it gives you the possibility from, um, place second to four that everything is possible. Um, but of course I have big respect also for, um, uh, yeah, my Austrian friends and Austrian national team players because I think they have a really good team, um, and, uh, and a good, um, mentality. And everyone who knows, um, Slavia Prague, um, we already played, uh, Sparta Prague. They are always really uncomfortable to play. So I think it's that games you, you, um, have to play first. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk uh, big. It's better to, to be calm and then play. But, um, I think we have like opportunities, um, to beat both teams. Yeah, for sure. I, I was just, I was kind of excited. To see that draw for uh, Roma, who is uh, debutant in, in in the Champions League, uh, but I have one final question before we we can move on to to more in depth football analysis because this is quite interesting. You've played with Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Do you feel that because it's it's many people often talk talks about right now that like. Why has, why have the English teams so hard to, to get it going in the Champions League? And, and then we have the German teams, um, who often do well. Do you think that now when you have switched league and obviously, probably, I would say, uh, a certain style of play and how you approach the game tactically, do you think that in the Champions League, when you play teams, from other leagues that the style of play in, in your own league, how much influence uh, can that have on the result? Interesting question. Um, the style of playing. I mean, first I have to say, um, I think we're uh, like a team that is really good in possession and um, Roma will always um, keep that style Um to be, to be honest. And, um, that's also what, um, our coaches want, what we want as the players. Um, and yeah, I think, um, that is how we, we should do it in Champions League as well. But, um, uh, I agree with you that, um, the Italian league is, is really, uh, different from what I, what I said exactly, uh, what I said before. For example, Germany, really tactical or playing against England. Um, where there's a lot of, um, technical players, a lot of fast players. So I think the intensity of the, the English game is really high. And in my opinion, you should, or we have to bring our, um, style of, um, football to Champions League. But also in my opinion, you have to adapt in small things because you can't, um, um, defend the same way against Wolfsburg than you do in the Italian league. Like that is just if you have to defend, um, Eva Payo, um, for example, Svenja Hut, um, and you, you want to do it the same way we're doing it the league. I don't think this is working out. So I think it's, yeah, like, um, having and, um, having your own style and keeping that. 
but then um, adapting in small points um, what the other uh, team is bringing to you. And I think that's also what we did um, when we played uh, Paris FC um, in the in the qualification round. Um, and I think that mix also made us win because if we would have been only playing like high risk and possession and um, um, only playing our strength, I think um, maybe we would not be in that group stage now. Yeah, I just think it's a, it's an interesting question because of the fact that you you play in the league uh, week in and week out, uh, and then you come to Europe. Or, I mean, one, two, three teams per league get this opportunity to play in the, in Europe versus the absolute best teams from the other leagues. And then then this is always very interesting to look at. How much do you twitch your style of play and adapt uh, tactically to the opponent without losing your identity as a team? And like, because football is culture as well, you know, it's, it's the it, Italian style of play is different from the English style of play. And, and yeah, so it's, it's just interesting. Oh, I, I agree. And, um, um, I think in Italy, um, especially, um, yeah, we want to keep the identity, the identity of playing the culture, like it's, um, how they want to play soccer and, um, that will always be the way. Um, and also that will be the way in Champions League. I've heard every, every word, yeah. <laughs> uh, even so, but let's, let's move on to some more in-depth parts about you as a football player how would you describe uh, yourself on the pitch um who are you who are you when you go out to <laughs> to play a game i would say i'm a fighter um that is describing it like uh i think really simple um i would also say i'm 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 a leader like um that's the way I like to be. And also, um, with my position, like, um, central defender, you need to be loud. You need to, um, be calm. You need to push your teammates. Um, yeah, you need to make maybe that hard tackle that everyone is, um, seeing and, um, giving a sign to the team. Um, that's at, at least what I try to be as a player. And, um, yeah, I, I have uh, a big mentality and, um, I think that is my, my thing. Why are you a center back? Uh, interesting. Um, I started, uh, as a winger when I was young and then, um, I think I, yeah, I had some, um, some things that were just made for a center back. I, I, um, was growing a lot in that time. So I, I was really tall. Um, I'm quite okay in heading, I would say, and in duels. So, um, that's, uh, why I, I came more back and back over time. Um, but I also think, uh, that is the position where, where I bring the most to the team and probably I would have never been playing, um, on a high level, uh, when I would not have been a center back. What do you think is expected of you in your position in Italy compared to, to Germany, for example? Um, to be honest, um, uh, playing high risk in some games, um, where I thought like, whoo, 
I don't know, like in my, my former team, maybe we would have that plus one in the back. It's like here, it's like, no, you have a duel and, um, you have to, yeah, to trust yourself and the team is trusting you and, um, that's fine. And yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, play forward and attack and, it's about uh, it's all about you now to win that duel if the ball is coming and um i think i was surprised about that fact in the beginning i mean of course i i joined roma and then knew how they wanted to play but then in some really important games i i was surprised that we were um yeah still going that way and it was risky but in the end it was uh, worth it so do you think that when you go out to play a game now in italy compared to in germany what information and analysis about your opponent do you need fr- from your position to to make good decisions out on the pitch? Um, yeah, I think there there's not uh, such a big uh, difference than what I um, uh, what I used to know before. Of course, I I want to know um, uh, the offense players. Um, I watch their clips. I, I know if they're left or right footed. Um, I know if they're good uh, headers, um, and what movements uh, they love to do. But I, but I also watch the, the style of, um, of playing from the other team. So is it more a possessioning team? Is it a team, um, where they really play a lot for uh, first and second balls um do we drop a lot do we have to drop a lot as a backline um yeah it's it's different things um um you you have to watch but that is like um probably the same routine um i used to do um also the years um i've done it before so what do you consider is the most valuable thing you've learned as a center back over the years I think um to experience that uh calmness in my game that arrived over the years. Um I would say uh as a young player you you maybe um uh, you always want to push forward and um even as a center back you want to um g- uh, keep going for the next goal and you want to do that and um I think I I started to um, try to understand the rhythm of the game more and also to, um, uh, yeah, understand more that me being calm in the back, like together with the other center backs and also the goalkeeper is affecting the team a lot. And I think this is something, um, I got more and more aware of, um, the more I, pl- I played the position and the older I got. And, um, maybe also, sometimes faking that uh calmness no i mean um um if you don't make it you fake it and i think that's um uh, really important for the team because no one wants to have a defender standing there in the back um who's already uh shaking if the opponent is looking at us so <laughs> that's what i think do you, do you think uh, the role uh, of a of a center back has changed since you started to play professionally till now like the fact that is something you think it's more demanding now in um a lot i think um um usually a, a center back was like a real defender for me when i was starting playing it was maybe more people defending really well but um not the most technical um players um, that's how it was when i started playing soccer or that was also probably the picture in my head and um 
I think now it's a position where you where you need to um uh you're not you're probably part of a playmaker it's um of course you have your your number six or in italy like the centrocampista but um i think uh as a center back it's um in modern football it's it's really important um to build up a game and um for that you need to be um yeah really calm and uh, really good on the ball and um also fast um in your in your decisioning or um in your feeling to uh when to make a game fast when to switch the side or when to uh, just uh, slow down a little so i think that role changed a lot with the ball yeah you just said something there about build up play so this this is um kind of interesting because your heat map now suggests that you like venturing forward into the midfield given roma has played a 3-5-2 or a 4-3-3 how much influence do you think you have or can have pushing for, forward as a center back? Yeah, I think you you um you have influence in building up um because it's um about making the opponent or the opponent making a position uh, making a decision. I think if you're never um trying to step forward, if you're never dribbling the ball and maybe um um risking a bit to make the opponent um take a decision, there's never something happening. Like I I always say of course you can make a game without mistakes, but then you're probably playing alibi, you're playing left to right, but there's not a lot happening and i think that's also not the soccer um uh yeah the people in roma want to see here and also in general i think um every uh sports and soccer fan wants uh to see something happening yeah for sure i think it's it's like it's very interesting to see how the women's game uh, is dev- developing right now uh like because with with more resources the quality of it all from you know tactics and everything is just you, you can see that now it's more about details than it was before before you could have a bunch of great players going out to play a game and and make it but now now those great players have more tools uh in their box, as we would say in Sweden, like, um, to, to, to choose from, like, okay, which tool are we gonna weak, weakness, uh, put weakness on our opponent, uh, with today? So can, can you just, um, ending this section, but can you run us through your thought process about your next set of actions, both on and off the ball? Uh, in two scenarios. Um, one, when you, you've received possession in the build up, uh, and the second, when you're defending on, uh, an opposition attack. Like, what, what's in your head? Okay. So when we receive back possession, um, I think, Actually, sometimes, um, I'm in the flow. That is the first thing. And I'm not thinking. <laughs> so, um, it is. And then, of course, you, 
you you get the ball, you scan the field and you try to, we want to play a really vertical. So you try to um, scan the field. Sometimes um, uh, you have better days or you're quicker in your um, scanning, but that is what you, what you do. Uh, to be honest, I really don't, don't think that much. Yeah. I'm really in the moment and just, um, try to play what I see. Yeah. And, um, for that, I think uh, the most important thing is keeping your head up and scanning the field. Do you think it's important, uh, from, from your position, uh, to, because there, there's a lot of talk about players have to be flexible, uh, nowadays that a center back can, I mean, obviously you can play in a back three or back four, but sometimes it even, you can even see center backs playing uh, as full backs. How ready would you say that you have to be today to, to take on different roles, uh, going out to play games? Um, yeah, I think that is an important factor. Um, if it's, if it's the way you're playing, I mean, um, if you look, uh, I think the, Perfect example from men's soccer is Manchester City, for example, um, or the teams Pep Guardiola was coaching. Um, I think there's a small line between always playing, um, on your position and, um, really getting in a really, really, really good flow. Cause if you play one game as a center back, one game as a full back, then you're, um, probably uh, two games back as a center back. Um, I think really good players are able to do that, but I think there's also, um, some small details that are, um, uh, maybe missing then. I don't think everyone is, um, uh, can handle it the same way. Um, I experienced it a lot that I, that I think that I've always been at my best level when I just was playing seven, eight games in a row on my position. Cause then it's like the same. Uh, yeah, always the, the same rhythm and, um, you really feel comfortable on your position. I think, um, that is not a, a big change if I play in a three bag, in a four bag or any kind of, um, uh, center back. But I think, um, as a full back, I, I needed to, um, to adapt to some different things again. Yeah. And last question for me, because you said something there about, you know, when you play seven or eight games in a row and, and you, you get into the flow, because looking at the Euros, for, for example, there are many national team players in their clubs that doesn't, don't get playing time. Uh, so even if you're an experienced player and, and everything like that, and you are one of the best, obviously, to reach your national team, how important would you say uh, that playing time is if you're going to make it in with your national team and in a tournament because we have a World Cup now coming up uh, next summer. I I think playing time is important. Um, it really is. Um, I think you could see it on the on the German squad, like the German squad. Um, the tournaments before they were almost playing every single game with a with a different uh, backline. And I think this, this, um, year they did a really great tournament, but on the, on the, um, I say it like the, uh, vertical, um, uh, axe from goalkeeper to center back to central midfield and striker, they were not changing a lot. And I think, um, you can always change one or two positions, but in a tournament, I'm a big, big fan to, to, um, keep staying it like that. And, 
I think it's also about um, how you are as a as a human. There's just some uh, some players that come in a game and they they are always there and they are always there from the first um, minute of the game. But then you have those players um, that always need probably five ten minutes to get in a game. So um, I think you can you can work on that. You probably. Um, learn from it or um, experience it if you were already in that position. But um, I think you you will never change your type completely You if you're fast in a game or not. That is what I think. Um, all right. So the first question is from Zadra Ball, who wants to know, after playing at Bayern for 14 years, how are you finding the challenge of a new league in a new environment? Um, I love the challenge, as I said before, because um, it's getting out of my comfort zone. And um, yeah, it's interesting to see myself in a in a completely new environment, completely new people, new places, new language. And um, I I enjoy being here. Cold fashion, I think. Uh, what would it mean playing at Stadio Ol- Olimpico? Uh, what would it mean to play there for you if that ever happens? It would be great. Um, but but to be honest, um, I'm just here for a short amount of time. Of course, it would be um, nice playing Olimpico. But I think for, for the people here that are... Um, working for Roma for um, more than uh, five years or the last years, I think that would, would mean a lot. Like um, it's a stadium with a lot of history and um, for Roman people playing there, um, that would be, that would be amazing. And that's why I would love to play there just to, to see them. Um, uh, yeah. To see their faces and how they are feeling playing in there. Um, Marco Alciator wants to know, do you think that Roma, do you think Roma can play the group state matches with good play already this year, or will we have to wait to raise the level further to be competitive at international level? No, I think we can already um, do a really good job this year. Um, of course, we will see then. Um, yeah, uh, what was happening well, what was um, yeah something we have to change, or what uh, can be done better for the next years. But no, um, I think uh, we are ready, and um, we are also uh, ready for that uh, challenge. With that being said, we're going to move on to the last section, which is a this or that five questions, which means I'm going to give you two options. Whew. You can uh, only pick one. I don't, you can't, you're not allowed to give me an explanation and it has to go by very fast. Okay. Only one word of the two. Yeah. Only, yeah. One. Yeah. All right. So a good slide tackle or intercepting a pass that is about to break the lines. A good slide tackle. Dribbling your way out of the first line of pressure on your own or playing out of it with perfect one-touch passes together with a teammate. Playing out uh, with perfect one-touch pass. Coming out from the bench to make an impact on getting the win or being in a, the starting lineup in a mediocre game where you either lose or draw. Coming from the bench. Causing a tactical foul for the opponent or taking one yourself for the team to stop a counterattack. Taking on myself for the team. Scoring one yourself or making an assist? Scoring one myself. And that wraps up this episode. Uh, Karina, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. We we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 